Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th. And remember, we all flourish with joy. We have our next guest in the studio with us. We've got Evelyn Crape, who is an actor in a show called Yentl. Most people should know that one. Yentl's playing at the Malt House on the 29th of February to the 17th of March. Now, Evelyn, welcome to the show. Thank you. Now, uh, before we talk about the show itself, let's, a little bit of background on you. I know we're just saying that you've been... We, but we can't work that, out what we, you were here for last few, time. You've no. Done, you've obviously done a few things. So tell us how you got started in acting and you know, where did your love for it come about from? Well, I, you know, I've always, in our family, we, we always played we, we pretended, played, yep. all of that. But I guess um, my professional life really began at the pram factory. Wow, that's going back. That's going back. So I'm not going to give you a date, <laughs> um, if you don't mind. And, and so that began really my professional life. What were you doing? Were you a singer, an actor? I'd always wanted to be a singer. Yep. And I think... Now, I, in a way, I'm kind of returning back to a bit of singing, but I think I'm, a, I'm an actor who wants to sing. Right, okay. Than a singer, singer who that. Acts. yeah. <laughs> uh, and um, what's your journey been like in, in the theatre? Because it's a tough, tough journey, isn't it? It is tough. Um, it, funnily enough, last year I did, you know, virtually six months at the Melbourne Theatre Company in two great shows. Yeah. Bloom and a very Jewish Christmas carol. Ah. Yeah. Ah. And interestingly, my life began really at the Pram Factory with a very Australian theatre, which was an eye-opener to me. Um, and so, you know, I, I was part of a, a group that developed work. We, you know, there were writers, but we collaborated and it was it was sort of a as I say, very Australian, the mm. language. We yep. celebrated yep. Australian language and yeah. characters and our history. Yeah. And have you always um, been an actor? Yeah, you know, that's been your career. You know, like you've had a full time career with it or Well, pretty much. I yep. mean I've done a bit of um, you know, when my kids were growing up and I, we moved to the peninsula, I did a lot of creating theatre in schools. Okay. Oh, good on um, you. Yeah. And, and interestingly, I think that came from directly from my work at the Pram Factory. Yep. Okay. And, and in recent years, it's interesting because the underbelly of my life has been that I'm Jewish. Yep. and Well, obviously, obviously. if you're in, in this play. Yeah. Well, not necessarily. Oh, we okay. have somebody who's not Jewish oh, and right. who has learnt a bit of Yiddish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, our, our designers, Dan Barber right. and Rachel Burke, who've worked with us on a number of shows for the Kadima Yiddish Theatre, yeah. which I'm the artistic director right. of. Right, okay. So in, in a way, my life at the Pram Factory celebrated Australian stuff, but underneath it was my Jewishness. Yep. And in recent years, my Jewishness is sort of has become more of the directing light in my work. Yep. And But the underbelly of that is that I'm very interested in Australian Jewish stories. Right, okay. Now, 
But also, I just want to ask you, those two shows that you were in last year at the Melbourne Theatre Company, yeah. there's more and more roles for older people. Yay. And Yeah, like, how exciting is that for you as an actor? Well, n- not only are there um, more roles for actors, but I think particularly, you know, my experience at the Melbourne Theatre Company was that they're really, you know, very open to sort of physical theatre, to edgy theatre, something that, you know, the last time I worked at the Melbourne Theatre Company was in the last century. Right. It was in the 1990s. (laughs) And it was a very different place. Yeah, And so it's marvellous to see not just older people, but the kind of theatre that I've grown up with, which is comic, physical, mm. dramatic, but all of it together. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's not television theatre. Yep. Yeah. That's for television, mm. you know? Yeah. So there's a real celebration of theatrical diversity, mm. which is great. Now, um, you're talking about that. Uh, this piece is. A little bit heavy in a way, isn't it? Um, Yentl. Uh, we know it, of course, because of Barbara Streisand, uh, you know, like making a film of it. But yeah. tell us, you know, like what have you guys done with it? Because it's very Jewish, the journey for it, isn't it? Well, but it's also much truer mm. to the original short story, which Isaac Bashevis Singer wrote in the late 50s. Yeah. It was published in 62. And I know everybody knows Barbara's Yentl, but that's Barbara yep. doing Yentl. Yep. Our Yentl is much more, is much truer to the original short story, but it's also much more contemporary. So it is quite extraordinary what is embedded in Bashevis Singer's story that you think he must have written it today. Yeah. It can't well, be. Oh, wow. That, uh, because that of the gender um, ideas that he's playing yeah. with, the transgressive, uh, you know, where a woman desperately, a young girl desperately wants to be able to study. Mm. Sounds reasonable now, but what she does in order to be able to actually end up living like a man um, and then go on to marry a woman um, and and to explore all of those ideas about, not just about gender, but the fact is she loves both the woman that she marries and she loves the man who she studies with, who loves him, Anshul, and when he discovers that Anshul is actually Yentl, because she says, I was born with a woman's body but the soul of a man. Yeah. it very complex stuff yeah, arises, real, but also, how does the Jewish community look at it? Because you know, like same sex, uh, you know, like was it was it frowned on back in the day? Well, you know, that's a good question. I'm not sure because um, you can you can look at it through the lens of a young girl wants to be able to study in a yeshiva, which is a study house yep, yep. where only boys are allowed. Yep, yep. So, you know, that an, an audience can sit there and go, well, that's fair enough. Sure. We now have liberal synagogues where yep. women are rabbis. 
But in embedded in the story is much more dangerous stuff. Mm, mm. And I think, I say this without truly knowing, but I believe that we have uncovered um, much more of the dangerous world, and uh, you know, that, that Yentl inhabits. And mm. I'll give you a, an example. There is a, a woman here in Melbourne who is a great scholar and a teacher, and she teaches Yentl in Yiddish. Right. And she said to me after seeing our production, it's amazing what you have done in terms of the man saying to Yentl, marry me, I love you. And she says, I shouldn't give away the, the end, but never mind. Doesn't matter. But, <laughs> no, I, think, I think we all but, know it. <laughs> but, but the point, the po- you know, and Yentl says, no, it's not enough for me to study with you behind closed doors and be a woman. I don't want to be a wife. Mm. I can't yeah. be your wife, yeah, yeah. even though I love you. Yeah. So this woman said to me, you've added that in. And I said, no, we have not. Mm. You go back and have a look at the short story. Mm. Mm. But it's only there in one line. And it's not, it's even a dot, dot, dot. Okay. And and what's interesting (laughs) is that Basheva Singer is very like Shakespeare. You have to fill in Mm. what's in the gaps. That's what's interesting about Shakespeare. Uh, Now, is it in English? Uh, you know, like how, what what's uh, what's spoken? Well, uh, Singer originally wrote it in English, oh. uh, in Yiddish. Sorry, oh, oh, he oh, wrote it in yeah, Yiddish. Yeah. yeah, but it's only ever really been done in English. Yeah. We are doing it in bilingual. Right. Most of it is probably English, but there is a lot of Yiddish. There are surtitles. Right. Um, I play a character that isn't in the short story. Oh. I am the evil inclination. <laughs> I thought that the minute you walked through the door, I thought, this, this woman's evil. I had horns, did I? Horns coming out of my head. Um, in Yiddish, it's much better, I'm the Yetzehore. Right. And in the short story, because Isaac Bashevis Singer came from a religious family, but his, he rejected a lot of that. But what he didn't, what he embraced was the Kabbalah. And I don't know if you've heard of the Kabbalah. No. Um, it's, um, it's Jewish mysticism. Right. And it's very complex and it's, um, it goes, as I say in, in the play, it goes beyond the here and now to questions of um, the androgyny of the soul. So it, it opens up ideas that only people after they turn 40 should even go and study the Kabbalah. So uh-huh. in his short stories, he has dibuks and imps and he conjures this world of spirits. Yep. And when we were working on the adaptation, I said to Gary Abrahams, who was one of the writers of uh, it, An amazing man. Amazing. Yep. And our director. Yes. And I said to him, we've got to deal with this world that um, Yentl inhabits. Mm. And there's a particular scene in the short story where the transgression is becoming more than she can bear. Mm. She she can't live this lie and she 
strips off her male clothes and she's just standing there in her nightshirt and she's going mad. Mm. And the way in which Besheva Singer shows you that she's going mad is that she sees spirits and dibooks invading in her room at night and mm. she can't sleep. Mm. I play that force. Right. Brilliant. And not and I'm not only that force, but I am also her conscience. Right. So I am like her. Yeah. But the other part of her. Yeah. Fantastic. A uh, great uh, great story. And we, a lot of us know it because of the Streisand, but this is a lot more deeper. Malthouse, brilliant um, theatre to, to be there. Yes. Uh, 29th of February to 7th of March. 17th. 17th of March. I, yeah. I knew that and I had yeah. a look cross-eyed at it. <laughs> you nearly uh, did it. And um, <laughs> uh, thank you so much for coming in. I know you had trouble getting here because of the St Kilda Festival, uh, but uh, Yentl at yeah. um, Malthouse, go and check it out, people. Thank you so much for waiting for no, me. No, that's my pleasure. Thank you so much. We've been talking to Evelyn Crape here on Joy 94.9, Sunday Arts Magazine. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy. Joy.